Make sure you go to our website, musicbiz101wp.com. Sign up for that newsletter. You need to sign up for our newsletter. Follow us on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook, at musicbiz101wp. And, of course, we have a podcast, which many of you are listening to right now, Mm -hmm. and you found it at iTunes or SoundCloud, Music Biz, Ampersand, 101. No, Music Biz 101, (laughs) Ampersand, more. Music Biz 101 and more. I'm your professor, David Kirk Philp. Who are you? I am Stephen Marconi. Dr. Esteban. Yes. And so as you listen, you'll hear a student. You're going to hear a great, great person. But this was a summer class because of William Patterson University. So we want to thank Ashley Weltner, who's been our engineer for all of our radio shows for the past year. And she hooked us up with this tremendous technique of recording that we're doing right now. And we should give thanks. So we put our uh, hands together, legs together, eyes closed, heads down. Thanks to the folks at Van Dyne Bruno Inc. and White Hat Management with artists like Charlie Puff, Dave Matthews, and Kith. There's only one place to go for your band's business management. Go to vb-cpa.com when you are ready. And we should all give thanks to Christine. Vey. Oi, a wealth manager and the president of... <laughs> Oi, Vey Management. <laughs> Oi, Vey Wealth Management. Christine has helped many of our professionals at William Patterson University to manage their investments and plan out for their retirement. If you're looking for some guidance on how to plan for your retirement, or if you have any questions on anything, from investments and portfolio management to insurance retirement planning, give Christine a call at, repeat after me, 732. 732. 455. 455. 1510. 1510. You can also email her, Christine at Oi. theywealth.com. And take the last Oi off for savings. That's right. Many shout outs <laughs> to many different people, but don't forget Managing Your Band 6th Edition. By the time you hear this, it has been out for a year. But like fine wine, it's aging beautifully. Mm-hmm. It's a book. It's in color. It's got glossy pages. And only a few mistakes. Very few mistakes. <laughs> so you're going to love it. And always contact, uh, contact us. Again, go to musicbiz101wp.com, and that's where you can find everything out. Again, big thanks to the Music Biz Association for having us here. Yes. And now on to La Interview. Music Biz 101, <laughs> ampersand more. more. And I am... That's what the audience would at this point right. would be standing up and applauding and yeah. shooting it. their guns into the oh, air. And I'm, right. your, I'm your co-host, Dave Philp. And I'm Dr. Esteban Marconi. Ah, yes. I've been at this for a very long time. I know everything about the business that there is to know. No, I don't. But we have <laughs> tremendous guests today. Yes. And uh, our guests are from Crowd Music. Music. Crowd Music. I was going to say Crowd <laughs> 15 different things, but crowd music. We have Mike Castronovo. Perfect pronunciation. There, I got that. <laughs> You're the CEO and founder, founder, founder 
Okay, and then David Browning, Correct. who is the chief creative officer. Exactly. And the head of A ampersand R. R. Right. Yeah. So more R than A. That's right. But, um, and obviously repertoire is French. Repertoire. And so we're gonna talk about cheese later in the yeah. <laughs> But we also have our student of the day. Hello. Julissa Gartier, yeah. speaking of cheese and brie. Speaking of cheese. And she's our student co-host here as we're in Nashville, the Tennessee State. Yes. Very excited to be here. Third day of doing this nonstop, back to back. That's right. We Do we sound these. tired? No. Okay. I'm so into this it's because kind of, of crowd music. That's right. That's right. Yes. There we go. I yeah. keep wanting to say crowd source. I that's know. why I'm getting crowd source, crowd funding. Everybody goes down, <laughs> yeah. but it's crowd yeah. music. Yeah. All right. So, Julissa, why don't you start with the first question, and then from there we will take it away. All right. Um, so, just generally, like, I guess a broad, pretty broad description of um, what exactly does crowd music do? Sure. We're basically, we're providing artists an immediate fan base that will actively purchase and then promote their music for them. Okay. That's, that's really cool. Um, how, how do you guys, like, gain revenue? So basically what we're doing is we looked at the, the current model that's out there of streaming that really you know, evolved out of piracy. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. streaming yeah, is really piracy too. by another name. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, and it's not that you know, we have anything against the Spotify's and Apple Music's of the yeah. world, but you know, we do you know, dislike the fact that those that are actually behind creating the music don't get paid yes. on that model. Mm -hmm. And this evolved out of, I wasn't looking to start a company. Mm -hmm. I was looking to help my daughter five years ago when she came down here to Nashville. Ah. And Where are you from? From Chicago. Okay. And got hooked up with this great guy who produced her first EP, uh, Mutual Connection of Ours up in Chicago. He's produced everyone from Katy Perry on down. Great. Uh, you know, pretty amazing guy. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 yeah, David Browning, the exactly. B man, the DB. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, came to him with this idea, and I said, you know what? I said, there's a way for us to do this where we can pay fans to promote the music and to promote the artists. And so it's called crowd music because we're creating a crowd mm -hmm. of people who believe in the value of music, who are willing to take a monthly subscription to our artists, and the ones that they love, they tell the rest of the world about, and they get paid a referral fee as, they, as people are buying songs and as people are bringing others into the crowd, taking on that subscription. How different, different is it from like Patreon then, where uh, yeah. somebody yes. will subscribe to Amanda Palmer a dollar right. a month and then every month she'll make right. something? Right, so that's a single artist, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so the, the difficulty there is you have all these artists sort of with their hands out, whether it's you know Patreon or you know Kickstarter or GoFundMe. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, all these artists are being forced because of the current model to have to go out and say, you know, I, I need a source to, to fund me right. <laughs> to mm -hmm. do this. We said, look, there's two ways to do this. For every one dollar song that a, a person can download on our platform, forty cents is going to the artist, forty cents is going to the fans and the company keeps 20 cents to keep investing in the platform and right. growing it and running it. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, from an artist side, they can actually double dip, if you will, because they can not only make money by selling their music, but they can also make money, which everyone's talking about here at the, the conference this week, is how do you monetize your fan base? Well, invite your fans to join something where it's not just, you know, hey, give money to me every month to help support me, but hey, join my crowd, and you can make money as a fan, too, by telling everybody about this amazing platform, and you'll get paid not just on my music, you'll get paid on all the music that gets purchased on the platform. Uh, so how, uh, what's the criteria to pay them? 
basically it's, it's it's every song so we don't have any sales quotas Nothing. or recruiting requirements no, so it's just as, as long as you're a, an active subscriber on the platform anybody that's purchasing music in your crowd anyone that subscribes to the monthly subscription and brings in other people you're making referral fees on all of that uh-huh and how do you like how do you pick the artists that are in so as we grow and we start you know reaching a point you know sort of work backwards in the yeah. model and that's really how this came about was okay what would the music industry look like if we could just scrap the whole thing start over wipe, wipe the slate clean if you mm -hmm. will build it the way that it would be fair to artists and then work backwards from there so we said okay the industry is expecting 500 million paying subscribers mm -hmm. to streaming services we said you know how many of those would like an additional service that could pay for all of their streaming services, mm -hmm. including covering the cost of ours? We said if that was 1%, that would be 5 million promoter members, as we call them, joining mm -hmm. crowds. Mm -hmm. At 5 million promoter members, we could be releasing 200 new artists with 200 new songs every single month, and each artist on average would be selling 500,000 copies, and they would be earning a check from Crowd Music for 200,000, just off the subscription base. That's before those five million people are mm -hmm. telling the other three billion music listeners on the planet, hey, there's some great music over here. And as they start downloading songs, that only increases those numbers. Mm -hmm. So as we start to grow, we want to put that control, to answer your question, mm -hmm. in the hands of the consumers. We want the fans to be able to want to be able to say, hey, we like these artists, we want them to be the featured artists. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to look at. So as artists are coming in currently today as we're growing this platform, mm -hmm. We have folks like David and people that he's surrounded himself in the industry for years and decades here that have been successful A&R uh, folks, people that have been producers and, and have really raised up great talent in a variety of genres, that they're the ones that are sort of setting the, the litmus test and the bar of okay. who will accept onto the platform. Mm. As it grows, it'll be more and more people will be able to submit their music and the fans will be able to decide because the fans will actually purchase the music the artist is getting paid, and as we see who's you know gaining you know popularity with the fans, that's going to determine who we release every month as part of those featured artists. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that list of featured artists will grow every month for those of us that are old enough mm -hmm. to remember, like Columbia Record House. Yeah. Yes. The first month that we launch, it'll be here's 20 songs from 20 artists, all amazing. You may not like all of the music, you know, it might not be a genre that you would normally listen to, but you'll appreciate the fact that it's great. But early on you're getting involved because there's an opportunity as, as a fan to make great income. Mm -hmm. As it grows, we quickly want to get to the point where here's 30 songs, select your 20. Here's 50 songs, select your 20. Here's 100 mm -hmm. songs, select mm -hmm. your 20. Mm -hmm. And then it'll start to break down that you can select by genre, et cetera, as we grow the platform. Um, so over time, it'll be something where people will either come to it just like you know an old iTunes used to be, or people will just say, you know what, it's worth it for me to take the $20 a month subscription. I'm, you know, and then I'll pick the, the my 20 songs from the list of what's available. So the key is really, um, I guess, the um, popularity and, and also the quality of the artists. Correct. That you're going to have. Right. Because that'll be that'll obviously then broaden the the and scope. And of I think that's what makes this different than other platforms is that anybody and everybody who has a laptop who can you know, do the Under Armour or Orchestra and auto-tune it and put it out the next day, that's not us. We're looking for the best available artists that are out there, whether right. they're indie, whether it's a kid in Boise, Idaho that has 14 Twitter followers, as long as that person is great, they have a potential ear with us. Yeah. And we are really paying 
better dollars than probably most platforms and most labels yeah, currently yeah, are, so. which is going to garner, you know, hey, if you're paying the best money, you're going to get the best artist and the best talent. Right. And, and so we do have thresholds, you know, that, that, you know, we're trying to be the boutique, you know, best, finest wine out there, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, the labels like you or they don't like you? The independents, you know, are looking at us going, this is amazing. The bigger labels, you know, for the, the mainstream artists today, at some point, will gain their interest. And we've had, obviously, conversations with some right, folks. Sure. And they've looked at it, even the ones at the bigger labels, and said, well, wait a second. You know, we've always got a stable of up-and-coming artists that, you know, we could use this platform to, you know, pre-release them, test the water, mm-hmm. start to help develop a fan base mm-hmm. of followers. Um, you know, so they're they're looking very closely at us. How do they work alongside us and partner with that? Right. The thing from our side, you know, to keep that pure is we never want it to be a situation where a label comes to us and says, you know, hey, here's a bunch of money. These these are the artists we want you to feature right. this yeah. month. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly. What I'm so yeah. that's got to be, you know you know, a two-way street where, again, you know, look, we're turning this over to the fans. You can put them on, you know, if they're great music, you know, they can come onto our platform as what we call a premier artist. And so the premier artists that are out there, those are the ones that, you know, the fans are going to, as David said, you know, we've set the bar, they're great. And if a label's going to bring us somebody, you know, we're pretty sure they're going to pass that bar. Mm-hmm. But now as people are, are buying that artist, especially if it's a new unknown artist, those become the ones that we say, okay, you know, I mean, Obviously, they're great. You know, we'll put them out as a feature because that's what consumers and fans are buying. And the thing that keeps us very accountable to all of this is basically a lot of the the decisions falling in the hands of, you know, music lovers, people who are subscribing, Mm -hmm. letting them make the decisions because it affects their pockets positively or negatively as opposed to ours who are like, you know, we're – the fat cats with our feet up and a cigar in hand, it doesn't affect us directly. If an artist does well in the marketplace, all of a sudden, you're putting money in your pockets. If they're not doing well, Mm -hmm. you're not as much. So that's what keeps this honest, you know? Right. So someone like, um, well, just the other night, someone like um, Big Loud, Big Mm -hmm. Loud Music just signed this Mason Ramsey, the Yodeler. And the uh, kid, of course, has you, YouTube views right. out the yin yang, but he's really not known yet. And he's doing, they did, I think the first record is called uh, Fabulous or something like that. Some, something like that. But they do have, they do have him do Hank Williams Sr., Hey Good Looking, and so on. Yeah. Those are all on okay. YouTube already. But that kind of a person would be excellent for this Absolutely. platform because they, they're sort of, they've got it, they're organized. They've got Big Loud, so and they're organized, but, and the following is there looking at him as a novelty because he's 11 years old. Famous right. is the name of the song. Famous, right. right. Okay. Looking at him, you know, he's 11 years old, but his future, of course, is, is uh, mapped out, at least the first couple of years, Big Loud's going to throw yeah. money out to him, and that would be a great candidate. Well, in, in, in the instance of a Big Loud and other publishers or publisher labels, you know, the, the, the thing that we found is that we are a song-driven company. You know, we're not as we're not necessarily looking at it as we're an artist-driven company. Where it's like we have people we're looking at who are putting out phenomenal material, but they're 65 years old. Mm. No label is going to touch a 65-year-old person or somebody right. who's slightly overweight or right. doesn't fit the demographic. Mm-hmm. If it's great music, it's great music. Period. And that's what people can go out and, and enjoy and love. We hear that all the time. Somebody looks good, you know, but out of the top 40, 35 of them sound the same on radio. We're tired of that, so we're saying, hey. There's a lot of great options that you're missing out on that you never would get to hear otherwise. So yeah. if I'm in a band, mm-hmm. 
I want to make sure I get this straight for the like the DIY sure. first. So, sure. so I'm in a band. Um, I, I can still use TuneCore or CD Baby and get on Spotify. And get, this is not an exclusive. Co correct. I'm only on your service, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So what, what we're doing is uh, when we release as a premiere or featured song, we want to have the value in your music. So mm -hmm. it, it's a, you know, do I believe my music has value in and of itself or do I need to put it out there as free promotional material in order to hopefully gain fans and, mm -hmm. and perform live and make my money up over there? as we start out in these early stages because we're an, an unknown quantity. Right. For that, it's we're saying to an artist, pick a song that you're willing to say, you know, we'll put on this platform exclusively for one year. Okay, it's just a mm -hmm. song that yeah, will be exclusive yeah, yeah, for just you. Yeah, okay. just a single song. So as a band, you can put all the rest of your music out there so you're not losing, you know, you're not stepping away from Spotify and, and the rest of the options mm -hmm. available for you. But you're saying, look, I'm willing to, to take a shot with 50,000 plus people that are going to buy my music, you know, that value music that, yeah, I want to put music over here where, where people value that, and then we'll turn around and promote that mm -hmm. if they hear that. Um, those, those are the folks that will come over. The other side of it is for a band, it's two-sided for them because not only can they make money on their music, but as they go to their fans and say, hey, we've got this incredible platform over here that we've joined, yeah. join us, join our crowd, they're helping their fans make money but they're also not only now just making money on their music that their fans purchase from them, they're making money on all the music that their fans purchase. Right. Mm -hmm. Let me give you a real world, world example. Yeah. This will be great. So Julissa here has a, uh, got it correct, right? Yeah. Awesome. Very good. Okay. So she has a, a friend's, you know, she's friends with a band at school. Mm -hmm. Loves them. They're phenomenal. She sends them to us. We're like, yes, incredible. And she's like, band, you've got to sign up to crowd. It's cool. I think we can get you, you know, on the platform and all of that. So she has, first of all, the referral of the band. Okay, mm -hmm. great. All of a sudden, we're like, this band's incredible. We feature them in the month of October. And let's say there's 100,000 users at that point. Band gets a check for $40,000 for the song, period. That's mm -hmm. just, you know, the ground level. And all of a sudden, band's on stage talking about crowd yeah, music, right. all the fans and all that. They gain 1,000 people. All of a sudden, Jaleesa just by having the audacity to go to them and say you got to sign up for this is making well over a thousand dollars a month every single month just off the referral of that mm -hmm. so here's a side hustle income for her that's very real world all of a sudden you know mm -hmm. hey i can i can you know pay for all my other services i can pay some bills whatever i need to do you know we already have these networks and relationships in place nobody's taking advantage of the monetary value that's there and the whole thing is, let's say band rides off in the sunset, they all get married, whatever it is. Jaleese is still making income off those fans while they were hot. Band is still making income off those fans while they were hot. Mm -hmm. That never goes away. So that is what's so cool about our platform is we're trying to figure out how to monetize in ways where bands and artists don't have to go work three jobs and then come home and try to find the energy to write the best songs. Let's mm -hmm. figure out ways where they can monetize their artistry so that they are creating the best material so that fans can be like we're getting better songs than we ever have mm -hmm. and the revenue model for you is the fans subscribe to the service and ha are there different tiers different levels or there's, is it there, there's it's just one flat tier so it's just twenty dollars a month okay. and so out of the, that twenty dollars a month eight dollars of that is going out to the artists that are being featured that month Okay. $8 is going out to the fans, and the company keeps $4. Or, so or for every single download, it's $0.40, cents, $0.40, cents, $0.20. Cents. Okay, so t uh, t 20 featured artists a month, you said? At the oh, start. At the, at the start, start. okay. Start. Um, so those are the only 20 artists who are going to make money that Not month? Not at all. Not at okay. all. We have our, our retail store as well. 
Yeah. So, in the, but again, in the first month or two as we launched this, because we're doing this grassroots thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of the unique things about us is I came out of the wealth management world, and I mm -hmm. went to a bunch of my clients that were wealthy and said, you know, come up with this business plan, tell me what you think, and they're like, this is amazing, you know, but if you're looking for funding, anyone's going to want 70, 80% of this company because they're going to want to do an IPO and take it public, have yeah. an exit strategy, right. which yeah. is what so every music company does, mm -hmm. right? Okay. I said, well, that would kill the model, you know, because it's, it's not a high-profit model for us. Mm -hmm. And that's not the reason I started the company. I started the company to help artists. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, they said, well, is there any way you can do this, you know, bootstrapping and, you know, not have to go after investor funding? So thank God up until this point, we've been able to get by without any investor capital. Mm -hmm. uh, we've self-funded this thing 100%. So we don't have an exit strategy. Our exit strategy is the the artist mm -hmm. and, and the, right. the, those mm -hmm. music creators, the songwriters, the studio musicians, mm -hmm. the producers that are all working two, three jobs just to survive to do what they love, which in my humble opinion is completely wrong. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so. I, I could see those, I, I can see, I'm not gonna say the big three, but I could see right. labels with, with pockets trying to dive into this with money for my artists. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, right. I could see them polluting the system yeah. pretty That's right. Yeah. Pretty well, quickly. And, 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 go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, part of our thing here, you know, end game plan, again, as I said earlier, you know, looking at, you know, in, at the end, what does this look like? What are we mm -hmm. trying to get to is, you know, we've gone off course with this piracy <laughs> issue of, you know, music should just be free or it has no real intrinsic value mm -hmm. in and of itself to saying, okay, if we can get big enough as crowd that artists are saying, wait a second, if I even release just one single over here, I can make 200,000 plus on that single, which I, I can't make that anywhere else. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. of course I'll go over to this and do that. Well, as we start getting more and more of that, at some point we think the labels, you know, can hopefully potentially look at it and go, well, wait a second, the streaming model, which as I'm sure you all know, continues to lose music or continues to lose money yep. month after month, year yep. after year. You know, at some point, do they look at this and say, "Wait a second, fans are really still willing to pay for music mm -hmm. that's exclusive." Mm -hmm. You know, we've just sort of gotten brainwashed, if you will, into this idea that we have to give it away for free. Mm -hmm. And the, the simple economics, coming from a, a, the economic world background, is you can't have an all-you-can-eat buffet for five dollars where the customers are coming in and eating $6 worth of food. Mm -hmm. You're losing money. You can't solve that problem by saying, well, let's just go get more customers at $5, which is what all the streaming models are doing today. They're saying we're losing money, but as soon as we get to scale, we'll just get more customers in the mm -hmm. door. Well, the cost is higher. The Music Monetization Act, great thing. Great that you know, you're know you gonna you know, force gonna these people to, to, to pay people more, but now your $6 cost now just right. went up to $7, you're still only charging the consumer five. Well, that's the key. Right. Because they're not going to only charge us right. five. Right. And, and so to make money, they yeah. got they have to raise well, well, at some point. And yeah. some of the numbers we've heard from from you know government insiders and all that is you know Spotify won't be nine ninety nine anymore. It'll be twenty nine ninety nine, forty nine ninety nine, sixty nine. Since we get used to those paying. numbers, and you're going to have fallout from the consumer industry saying, no way. Mm -hmm. At some point, yeah. they may go back to the advertising model, yeah. the consumer. Right. But we did it with this. Yeah. You know, every time you guys do it too, I'm sure you look at it. My, yeah. 
daughter's on this and so on, and you look at him. He's holding up a cellular phone. Hey, well, the moment it went to ones and zeros, it was over. We cut our own throat. Yeah, you know. And what we're trying to do is say, let's put fans and music lovers in the the shoes of the artist. Let's put artists in the the shoes of the fan. Fans mm-hmm. and music lovers, and and let's find a balance where we're helping each other out. You know. Now these artists can only do their own original tunes if they do a cover. Now all of a sudden, are you running into well, issues with paying? Well, here's the deal: we don't want to be known as cover company. However, if somebody comes out out with a fantastic remake of a tune or something right. that we deem worthy, and and the people who are subscribers are like, that's good enough to be out there. Great. We pay the publishers right off the top. We pay the pub or the writers right off the top. That's the beauty of our system. Everybody gets paid like they're supposed to be legally. My yeah. last royalty check was eight cents off of YouTube. The the one uh, before that was twenty four cents, and I was thrilled. <laughs> yeah. I had a ten dollar one. I couldn't believe it. I was mm-hmm. like, kids, I'm going to take one of my three kids to McDonald's today. Right, right. Which one of you is it going to be? You know. And but but to me, the scary part was I got a ten dollar royalty check. And the second thing was, I was surprised that it was that much. How <laughs> terrible has the system become when that's your everyday? When I used to get four, five, six figure checks, you know. Yeah. So if I do a cover tune, um, so is the band? How much does the band get for a, again a, that, a stream, that one whole, stream? I guess how much? Well, that one stream, one one download. Oh, okay, yeah. it's a de- so yeah. it's not a stream. Yeah, so, so it's, yeah, so it's, a, it's an it's MP3 a, or it's, what it's, is the it's, format? It's, uh, actually, WAV files, uh, twenty-four bit, forty-four it's one. Files. It's all high quality. So I'm downloading the app to my phone. Correct. Right, and yeah. that's how I so I can listen to these web storage files locker on any phone, thing. whether it's an Android or an Correct. iPhone, whatever. Okay. Correct. And, um, a, and eventually, with our mobile app, we'll have a digital storage locker streaming capability. So it's your library stored in the cloud that you can listen to, but it's all the music. That so you it doesn't need up your phone space. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. that was right. exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I download the song, and statutory rate for a download is nine point one cents. Exactly. Right now. Yep. Yeah. So you would you would pay that nine point one cents too. Right Would that come out of the artist's share of that? That does. That comes out of that forty cents. Yeah. Okay. And so the reason artist why artist is now getting thirty yeah. point. But but the whole deal is, is we talk to artists. They're like, my goodness, if you would guarantee me five thousand in sales, I'd be right. beyond myself. Why uh-huh. wouldn't I do this? Mm-hmm. So when we say, hey, we're guaranteeing the worst worst case scenario, day one, fifty thousand in sales, twenty thousand dollar check. Are you kidding? I'm in all day mm-hmm. long. You know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so the bar's been set so low. That looks incredible. Can you see someone like like a Chance the Rapper? Kind yeah. of person I would think Absolutely. would be great with this because they're gonna they're already making great Absolutely. money and now you can make even more money. That's right. So have you guys gone to any of these influencers or gone to like let's say a Chance the Rapper and yeah. say, hey, actually here's the right. equity you can get. That's yeah. That so we're starting to have conversations with right. artists like that. We've got several that are on board. It's it's an interesting thing because with something new like this, everyone's sort of looking like, you know, who's gonna jump first? We have one artist that's you know. Looking to push ahead. Nobody wants to be first, but right. nobody wants to be last. last. That's right. That's That's right. right. Exactly. So there's there's some things in place that we're pretty confident by the end of summer will be you know well beyond our, our subscription numbers that we're looking for to be able to to fully launch. Right. And, and once we hit that, there's tons of conversations yeah. of people that are just like, as soon as this is going, I'm going to my fan base. Because you could go to like a, a Jackson Brown or a Bonnie Raitt, for example. We have a lot of legacy artists. Yeah. Unsigned in that they That's have right. their own labels. Yeah. And they right. go through ADA yeah. or Caroline right. or something. That's but right. they're not signed to and Atlantic. We, we have those. We have people who have produced some of the biggest records of our time who are already signed up and involved. We have artists that have sold 
gazillions of records who are like, hey, I'm in the twilight of my career, but I'd love to put out my next record through you all. That's incredible. Let me know when you're running, you know? Mm -hmm. So they have nothing to lose, uh, but yet they don't want to ride off in the sunset. They, they want to be relevant today, mm -hmm. and they're putting out great music. Why shouldn't they be relevant, mm -hmm. you know? It's just because they don't look the part or they're a has-been or whatever the current industry says they are. And the difference yeah. in the model is versus uh, like a band camp where anybody can put up their music. In right. this case, right. you're the gatekeeper. We're you're the gatekeeper. As head of a &R, yeah, you have yeah. to determine yeah, if it's absolutely. quality Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, so. we want a level of quality. Yeah, yeah. And, and so right now having a, that those gatekeepers, a board of about 35 to 40 yep. people that are doing that, but again, as the, the platform grows, we want to turn that into the hands of the, the fans and the mm -hmm. listeners because if we do it at 50,000 people, the numbers would be very skewed. Right. We, we kind of estimate that it'll be somewhere between a million five to three million subscribers. At that point, we should have enough people that are willing to look through thousands of songs to find those you know two or three gems mm -hmm. that they purchase. And it's the cool thing about our model, it's not a likes and shares and you know, everyone can say, hey, just go like this. It's are people putting hard money behind it? Are people willing to pay a dollar for your song? Do people, you know, if you put it out exclusively, are there enough people that will listen to it that go, that's really good and it's, you know, it's worth paying a dollar for versus the, the Patreon or, or anything mm -hmm. like that. So there are those folks that are out there. And as we see that then going, okay, they're garnering attention, that first level will be called crowd control. And our website talks a bit about this. Um, once it goes through that level that enough people are buying them, we move them up to emerging artists. So that's someone like myself. I'm mm -hmm. sitting around on a Saturday afternoon and I'm like, hey, who's the best new alternative country music that's coming out? I listen through the 10 songs that are there. Hey, they're really good. I buy them. From the top of the house, we're looking, okay, these are, are people that are, are making it through. You know, fans are, um, you know, it's resonating with them. They're purchasing it. Let's reach out to them and see, you know, what else they have, and we can put them on as a feature premiere artist. When we do that, the cool thing about it becomes, you know, this might be a band that's in the middle of nowhere, USA, that doesn't have the funding. You know, they don't have the connections. They haven't figured out, you know, I, I got to go to Nashville. I can't afford to go to Nashville or L.A. or New York and, and figure this all out. But I've got great music. What do I do with mm -hmm. it? You know, that that person that we can go to and say, you've got great songwriting. You've got great vocals. Um, but maybe your production, you know, is just subpar. Mm -hmm. Well, we happen to know a few producers. You know, we know that, you know, let's say you're an alt-country band, and we say, okay, based on, current, you know, past several months, here's the trends of what our our audience is downloading and purchasing. When we give them a selection of 100 songs, X amount of that is alt-country music. You know, let's go ahead. We'll front the money to record your next song. Mm -hmm. We'll release it exclusively, and we know that we work out the deal. Here's, here's what we're going to invest in you. We know you're going to get a check for $80,000, you know, somewhere in that neighborhood. You know, let's invest 12000 of that up front. We recoup mm -hmm. that. Everything else is years up and above that. Hmm. So, mm -hmm. so it allows that band who doesn't have the funding but has great talent out there uh, an avenue into the to the marketplace. And again, uh, you know, when when we talk about all this, you know, uh, a lot of those things in the current industry, they would own everything about you. With us, you know, you continue to own your own publishing, your own masters, and all this. We want this to be a win-win all the way. Mm -hmm. It's just you're distributing. Yeah, correct. Absolutely. Yeah, right. and, and for the independent bands out there, they can still sell their hard copy CDs at their shows. Mm -hmm. So we're not. Again, this was designed to help artists, not to start a company. Right. And how do we profit on the backs of creators? Which is 
quite frankly, what everyone else does. Right. I would think also that uh, another key would be getting to those producers. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we you, have you so know them. many aboard, um, yeah. tons all around the world at this mm -hmm. point. Even artists around the world are, are catching on to what we're doing. They're like, we want to release. We, we want this opportunity. Yeah. Uh, we have so many fans who are getting excited because they're like, I get to play record label. I get to play A&R, and it actually physical dollars go in my pocket. This right. is incredible. It's a business. You know? right. So you guys are the first level of um, gatekeeping, right? C correct. And then the, then the uh, the fans and, and the other artists them. and so on, That's then right. they'll hear the songs. Mm -hmm. So you're sort of weeding out the ones that are... In the right. beginning you know. stages, yes. Yeah. That's right. Well, great. Yeah. This is good. Everybody should go to crowdmusic.com. Yes. And that's where they can find out more about this. Yep. And Absolutely. eventually they can talk to uh, David directly or they can mm -hmm. talk to Mike directly because yeah, you guys right. are not only users but you're fans. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Sign up. Get aboard. Yeah. I mean, this, this is a revolution. It, it really is turning out that way. We're excited. That's great. And the great thing is you guys are putting in your own money, your own That's time. Right. Yeah, so that's you right. got a lot on the line, so it has to work. It has exactly. to work. So as and your wives work. are saying, don't screw this up. So, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't say it quite as politely, but yeah. Just, well, I know, because it's, it's radio, there's a word I was going to say. That's yeah. right. That's right. Well, thanks, Mike. Yeah. Right on. Thank All you, right. There we go. Thank you, Jaleesa, also. Yes. And we've come to the end of the show. At the end of the show, we don't say hello. It's the end of the show. That'd be stupid. So at the end of every show, you know what we say, Jaleesa? We say. Adios! Hey Dave, what do Paul Sinclair from Atlantic, Tom Hefter from Ticketmaster, Rosie Lopez from Tommy Boy, and Heather Ellis from Pandora all have in common? They're all bigwigs in the music and entertainment industry, Esteban. And? They all hate warm beer. And? They've all been guests on the Music Biz 101 and More radio show at 8 o'clock on Wednesday nights. Bingo! If you want to learn more about the music and entertainment biz, tweet in a question and tune in every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock to Music, music Biz 101 and more on Brave New Radio. Radio. Thank you.